This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. More people have been arrested for helping Carlos Ghosn escape from Japan. Turkey already indicted seven people they claimed that were involved. And yesterday, U.S. Marshals arrested a former Green Beret and his son for smuggling Ghosn out of Japan in a box. Japan wants to extradite them as soon as possible. And while Ghosn may have gotten off scot-free, the people who helped him are in big trouble. The coronavirus has hurt a lot of automotive-related companies, but here's one company that sees nothing but sunshine. Advance Auto Parts says its sales are up thanks to Americans doing more work on their cars to pass the time at home while they remain in lockdown. The aftermarket retailer says sales are up in the first four weeks of the second quarter and are in line with a year ago. Because of the news, Bloomberg reports its stock went up 8%, and the company is likely to see this continue since consumers tend to do more of their own maintenance during economic downturns. Well, that didn't take too long. Ford, which had resumed production on Monday in the U.S. market, had to shut down two of its assembly plants when workers tested positive for COVID-19. The automaker idled production at its Dearborn truck plant yesterday, and at its Chicago assembly plant, it had to do the same thing the day before. Ford says the workers did not contract the disease at the plant, and they've asked them to self-quarantine for 14 days. It did a deep cleaning of the areas where they work and said it expected to resume production Wednesday night. And this is going to make it even more interesting today to see if President Trump wears a mask during his tour of a Ford plant. A couple of weeks ago, we posted a test drive review of the new Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. We were pretty impressed with the car, but couldn't tell you how much it cost since Hyundai had not yet announced pricing. Well, now it has. Prices range from almost $28,000 for the base version, what Hyundai calls the blue model. The mid-range SEL is just under $30,000, and the -the top-of-the-line limited costs just over $35,000. And those prices all include destination charges. Depending on the model and content, these prices are very close to the Toyota Camry and Honda Accord hybrids. Even though sales of hybrids are down due to the pandemic, they're holding up better than almost any other segment in the U.S. market. Through April, sales were only down 8%. Toyota and Lexus dominate the segment with almost 65% market share, Ford and Lincoln are in second place with almost 17%, while Honda and Acura have over 11%, and Hyundai just over 2%. Nissan and Etal Design revealed the first production version of the GTR 50. If you don't remember, it's based on the regular GTR, but has all kinds of unique elements, highlighted most by styling from Etal Design and a version of its twin-turbo 3.8-liter V6 engine that's tuned to 710 horsepower. Buyers will also be able to customize many of the visual components and paint the car in a number of heritage-inspired colors. With the production car starting to roll out, customers will begin receiving theirs early next year. Only 50 of them will be made, and the good news is they're not all spoken for. However, you'll have to be willing to plunk down 
a million bucks. We've got two quick GM-related EV notes. GMC revealed that the Hummer EV will come with easy-to-remove roof panels. And GM announced that the site that will make the Ultium battery cells that power the Hummer EVs is now under construction. That facility is located in Lordstown, Ohio, and is run with its joint venture partner, LG Chem. Rolls-Royce is now using its master crafting skills on small models. One-eighth scale replicas of Rolls-Royce's first SUV, the Cullinan, are handmade from over 1,000 individual components. Almost every detail of the original is recreated in the miniature model, from functioning interior and exterior lights to a likeness of the SUV's 6.7-liter twin-turbo V12 under the hood. Open the door, and the seats have the same piping and stitching. The headrests are embroidered, and there's even real wood. The paint is also the same as the real SUV. There's over 40,000 standard colors to choose from, or you can get a unique color, and once it's applied, it's hand-polished. Each model can take up to 450 hours to make, which is more than half the time it takes to make a real full-size Cullinan. Rolls-Royce did not reveal what one of these models would cost, but you gotta believe it's going to be in line with one of the real ones. Staying in the miniature world for a moment, Skoda came out with a unique way to advertise its SUVs. It had three directors create commercials right from their homes and using only small models of the vehicles. They're shot using three different mediums and each portrays its own story. They're really well done and for some reason, a toy car driving through a bathtub is more believable than a Jaguar driving through a desert, like you'll see in some real car commercials. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And now it's time for You Said It, where we get to answer some of your questions and comments. Roger Schutte wrote in to say, Can you update us on the latest info with used car pricing? I'm looking to buy a low-mileage Ridgeline coming off lease, and prices look to be holding up too well. Well, Roger, we got bad news for you. Even though used car prices collapsed a month ago, they're roaring back. Cox Automotive says that a month ago, used car sales were down 37%. Now they're down only 6%. And as a result, prices have gone back up. Earlier this week, I talked about how Japanese automakers are on a March fiscal. I didn't know why, but I said no doubt one of you viewers did. So Ricky Takayama sent us this explanation. The Japanese school calendar is from April 1st to March 31st. Japanese companies hire candidates by March, and initial orientation employment begins in April. And so that's why they're on a March fiscal. And thanks for sending that in, Ricky. We reported earlier this week that Von Gitten, the Driftmaster, set up a drift course in his driveway because of the quarantine, and he talked about how he almost spun out. Well, that didn't sit well with Chas Orvis. He wrote, That video from the Drift King, Von Gitten, where he spun his car near his living room window while his wife and son were watching him and admitted he almost lost control there, seems very irresponsible and dangerous to me. While I would admit that he's a talented driver, I think that he should do his thing at an approved track, not his home. Well, thanks for your input, Chas. 
Earlier this week, we talked about how several Japanese car companies ended up making airplanes and jets. And R.B. Quinn sent in some additional detail. Kawanishi and Nakajima aircraft started in the 1910s manufacturing aircraft for the Japanese Imperial Army and Navy and participated in the design and manufacture of well-known aircraft during World War II. In 1945, U.S. occupying forces prohibited aircraft manufacturing. As a result, a new corporation was established under the name of Fuji Heavy Industries Company Limited and initially built scooters, Subaru trucks, and Prince automobiles, which was later sold to Nissan. Well, thanks for that history lesson, RB. And finally, last week I said that Teslas were really not designed for battery swapping. That prompted Francis Martin to write in and say, not only was I wrong, he has the pictures to prove it. Well, that's going to be one of the topics that we discuss today on AutoLine After Hours. Our guest is Ed Niedermeyer, who actually camped out at the Harris Ranch in California to watch that battery swapping operation. I'm sure you'll be interested to hear what he has to say. Tony Caroga from Car and Driver will also be on the show. So join me and Gary for some of the best gearhead talk you're going to find anywhere. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching.